Welcome, everybody, to episode 118 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at Hello. Hello. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me awash in snack food at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me is Ty. Where can we find you reaping the benefits of last week's show? I'm uh, filling my mouth full of fatty goodness at S-E-A-T-J-K. <laughs> you know, we, we fail to include any Utz snacks, and I know that's a, we had a lot of regional bias in our selections. Uh, sure. Definitely in the feedback, we caught that, right? Um, and I'd forgotten about Utz altogether, because Utz might be the cheese ball of choice if you really had to break it down. I don't know. I think I'm familiar with Utz. Uh, it's a brand. Yeah, you know, with the, it's got the little, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like there's a little a picture of a little girl. I, I'm sure that it's, it's like, well-known. Yeah. Um, uh, it's che- they're cheese balls, though. There's No, there's, like, there's uh, pretzels, chips. They're, they're, like, a whole company. They're, oh, uh, got it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'm familiar with the Utz brand. Or maybe I am, but just don't. Just I bet if I sent them. you the picture of the logo, you would get it. <laughs> Probably. But they're based in Pennsylvania, so I'm not sure how much of it we get out here. Maybe it's an East Coast thing. But uh, thanks to Chicago Matt last week for joining us. Uh, my wife listened to the show, and she was saying, you guys are just wrong. All of <laughs> <laughs> Which is very on brand for her when she's talking about things about me. Well, but, what kind um, of snacks is she like? like I don't know. Like, sort of, yeah, salty. <laughs> salty. Just more salt. She's just like, these are your sardines. Terrible. She doesn't. Yeah, right. I don't know. She's, she's just she's like oh you guys were wrong. after the first round she's like, oh, you guys were just all wrong you guys were completely off course i'm like oh thank well thanks for listening definitely not <laughs> <laughs> but i love her regardless um the, the <laughs> even though she she thinks i'm just completely off base regarding snack food but the snack know. wars have torn apart the villa senior household it's 48 over. days into quarantine it's over that is it we are done. You'll eat this chicken in a biscuit. <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm thinking of Aladdin or Iago. Yes, and then I'll shove the crackers down his throat. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna get around to live action Aladdin one of these days and how it's a horribly horribly terrible product. But it's it's good and you're stupid. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> you don't know anything. Uh, anyway, um, so state of Washington, hey, we're reopening golf. Now, this is we can't help but talk about golf stuff. But um, I will tell you that over the last month, that I've been sneaking off to Portland to play golf. Non-essential travel. <laughs> Essential travel. The um, so last week, here's my old guy story because it's just ridiculous. So I go play uh, 18 holes in Portland. No big deal. You know, always a little bit stiff and sore at the end of everything. You know, played a decent round. Drove back to Seattle. Got everything settled. Next day, can't walk. Like <laughs> Just can't move. Can't no, my back, my back is just completely d- done. Like, I can't move. I haven't been able to walk properly all week. I, Monday was just a complete, you know, me digging through boxes to find if I had any like Norco left over from my last back injury. I don't I, I didn't even feel anything. It was it was fine. It was like you know how it's like a secret sprained ankle. You ever have a secret sprained ankle like you played basketball or something and you may have like, "Oh, I kind of tweaked. I rolled my ankle a little bit." And you but it was fine and you drank beer and you hung out with your friends all day and you woke up the next morning and your leg didn't work. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever been that bad for me. I've definitely like I've Lately, like you, you doubted me, but I have been exercising. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go for a run." And I got about like half a block. I was like, "Oh, my foot hurts for no reason." <laughs> and that kind of stuff happens all the time, like badly enough where I couldn't continue. Yeah, you had to just turn around, and walk home. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is not gonna happen." Yeah, <laughs> it's just some dumb old guy stuff. I can't yeah. stand it. It's my just... leg hurts today. <laughs> <laughs> just terrible. Speaking of speaking of old guy stuff as well, um, Greg Barrett, my friend Greg Barrett. Sure. Legendary comedian. He has a he put up a uh, a show uh, free on YouTube, so um, it's pretty funny. So uh, shout out to him to uh, go go check him out. He's always he always makes me laugh. Yeah, a number of comedians have been doing that. Um, I've actually kind of enjoyed what David Spade's been putting out. Like he's, he's got a short- show, right? He's got like a little show that he does. He sits. Yeah, well, he had desk. a Comedy Central show, and then now he's doing some kind of web show. I I just been kind of like catching the monologues here and there, and he's just such a terrible stand-up comedian it's so great <laughs> it's just it's good but it's bad it's like his thing right right he right. like he sort of walks away from his jokes like he doesn't he, he it's like he makes a joke about the joke he just told and that's the joke right and so if you're in the mood for it he's just he's terrible kind of on purpose right right 
Ah, I see. <laughs> not like us. We're just terrible, like, on accident. I, unfortunately, we try not to be, and it just happens anyway. <laughs> well, this week, we're going to talk about uh, mask wearing, because it's de rigueur today, these days. Yeah, I like going into the store feeling like I'm going to hold it up. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, are celebrities devaluing here in the age of COVID-19? And um, we're going to do a little homeschooling check-in and... And I'm going to try to end the tyranny of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. How love you're always at the ending of the tyranny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, like Mozart wrote that like hundreds of years ago. We're still using it for the stupid ABCs. Or Not just for the ABCs either. I know, for lots of shit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done with it. Time to, time, to, time to crank up this machine and make it go. All right. All right. Segment number one. So, I currently have a bevy of masks that I'm that I have to choose from. Um, we we got um, somebody. One of our neighbors made some masks and, and gave us some that are that are nice. They're cloth, and uh, I have some uh, the paper surgical kind that we're saving. Just I don't know why, just in case. And then uh, I went on to and then the internet gave us a bunch of you know how to take a handkerchief and uh, a couple of hair ties and how to mm-hmm. make that little homemade mask. Which I kind of like to do because you can make the little bandito, the little bandito triangle, and like <laughs> walk around. Sure. But I, I like the people who are wearing the big scarf mask, so they look like they're from Mortal Engines, like they're, you know, the the real dystopia scarf. Yeah. But but I haven't been able to do that yet because, you know, my head's gigantic. For so if I there's I have to use a bed sheet or something to be able to to, to wrap that around me. But what do you what do you uh, what are you rocking these days? So I have a couple of um, like outdoorsman face covers. They're like they're just oh, yeah. it's just like lycra, right? It's just a it's, it goes over your it's a neck gaiter basically that you pull up over your face. And if you follow me on Instagram, also at sahjk, you can see a picture of me with my cowboy themed one where it's just another face over my face <laughs> with like a cowboy mustache and like some really cartoony lips and like the it's almost V for Vendetta style, but in a western look. Uh, how do you get looks uh, you even wear that did you wear that like out in public like yeah people store? actually people like it so it's interesting because i'm kind of wearing like a bandit's mask but it's not a mask my, my, my face isn't covered like it's a face so yeah. it's i think people like they, they definitely double take um yeah i posted on instagram and i was like this is a red dad redemption and <laughs> i wore it out in public <laughs> um also have like one that's just like camouflage like neat like woods camouflage um mm-hmm. that, that one looks a little bit more like i'm like a little more threatening, I think. Like I put that one on, I'm like, this one, especially because I'm always wearing a hat because you know my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always wearing a hat, and I've got this mask pulled up, and um, uh, the guy at the the beer store that I go to, he's like, oh, I check your ID, and I just pull my mask down. He's like, oh, okay, because I'm like, I go in here all the time. I come in here all the time. It's like, oh yeah, you. I figured based on the stuff I was getting, like I would get the same beer and the same tobacco. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I thought you would know, and I, I'm usually wearing the same baseball cap. Yeah, uh, but no, he had to he had to, had to be pull the the mask down. Although I do notice at the grocery store they don't ask; they're just like whatever. I guess care. if you're bringing the beer to the store to the to the checkout, they're just going to assume, and which is what I would expect anyway. It's like, look, I'm buying like you know a cart full of groceries. You're going to card me for this beer? Like I'm, oh yes, I came here to spend three hundred dollars on groceries and also try to underage sneak beer past you. <laughs> right. Right. I'm a 19-year-old who wants to camouflage my alcohol purchase with $300 worth of groceries. Right, with like fish sticks and chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely me. <laughs> so I just take my hat off and you just look at the gray hair. How's that? But this is the this is the new challenge, right? Because people just wear, be wearing masks around. I mean, the uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts called it years ago, right? It's like, masks are terribly comfortable. I think everybody wearing them in the future, right? He's like, yeah, you know, whatever. He was right. Well, it was more of a Mike Pence thing. He's going to wear it over his eyes. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know that aren't following American politics, it, Pence didn't wear a mask to the Mayo Clinic the other day and, and said it was because he wanted to look patients in the eyes. Yes, and mm, give yeah. them a sense of confidence. Mm-hmm. Just put the goddamn mask on, dude. It's like, hey, it's I fine. think the whole the whole philosophy is if we just ignore these problems, they'll go away. It's like that's <laughs> the whole governing philosophy. It's just we just pretend it's not happening and eventually it will stop. It, well, I mean, or you'll die, but one of the, but one of the other. But Eventually, is, it will stop. But, but <laughs> I do feel for the people who work these jobs because people roll in with masks on, and it's like, give me your money, have the money. I don't know. It's, it's got. I mean, thieves are thieves are living their best life right now. 
They really are. And the article that I saw that I shared with you um, when we started talking about this was interesting to me, mostly because the people that in this featured in this article, like her father, her stepfather in this article is a, a, a doctor and asked, she asked specifically, can I have surgical masks? Like she went and got PPE from a medical professional in order to commit crimes. <laughs> like, can you just get any mask? Like, why'd you have to get the actual surgical mask? Well, cause it, cause it throws you off, right? It's like, Oh, that person is just wearing PPE, like medical PPE. Sure. So they're not going to hold me up. And the next thing you know, it's like the gun is out. Yeah, or, you know, you could just be black and wear a mask and get harassed by the cops in general. Well, that's the flip side of this, right? It's like you could just, you know, you could be you could be dressed a certain way with a <laughs> with a with a mask on and someone's going to say, you know what, that's I'm uncomfortable. And I, it's hard to say. It's like, I don't know if I worked if I worked at the convenience store and had to watch person after person come through with a mask on at some point, at some point you'd get you'd get skittish, right? You'd see, you'd see a certain kind of person walk in, maybe, and just be like, you'd see a person like you with a camouflage face mask, come on. <laughs> some some redneck woodsman come in. You don't know. I was wearing golf attire outside of my <laughs> redneck face mask. The real redneck was out in his car, sipping on a white claw in the car at the parking lot outside the corner store. I was like, "Wow, are you really coping here, huh?" Right. It just made me laugh. Though. I was like, "This guy was like mostly shaved head. He had a look to him." No, you sure. Know, no, no, no offense to folks, but <laughs> yeah, he, he he had the look of an individual who maybe is a little rough and tumble, and yet he's sipping on a white claw in his, in his <laughs> white Ford Bronco or wherever it was. That's an interesting choice for him. Yeah, you'd think uh, you'd think maybe something a little more butch, but uh, hey, whatever. Hey, if you enjoy it, I mean, I mean, I I drink my share of Mike's hard lemonade. I don't know. I don't. It's fine with me. Yeah, f- frankly, I mean, if you're going to choose one, White Claw is the best of the available. It so, is. I've never. I've actually never had one. Well, now there's so many more. I guess I've, I. I should. My that opinion is now dated. What's original White Claw? What does it taste like? It's like Seven Up. Like there's no original. It just they all have a fruit flavor. It's just Lacroix with booze in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, I probably would enjoy it, because I don't really it's, like Lacroix. Yeah, no, you can. Um, well, the the key is just like it was with any soda based drink. You just get a little of that uh, flavor squeeze, whatever you like. Like whether it's the Crystal Light squeezer or the Mio or whatever. And you you uh-huh. put, shoot a little fruit punch into your White Claw and give it a little extra. Give it a little punch it up a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you think people are just? I mean. People just don't care anymore, right? I think mean, do you feel like there's sort of a lax, lackadaisical, like, oh, that person is drinking White Claw in the, in the in the parking lot. If he was drinking whiskey in the parking lot, you would you would you've been like, haha, and then you probably would have gone about your business, right? Like you you're not you're not inclined to call somebody and say, oh shit, there's a dude in the parking lot of the convenience store at the corner of Main and Fifth, and you drink it. If he was slugging off a bottle of liquor, I actually, I mean, I might consider it. But the White Claw, I was like, that's pretty mild. I mean, who among us hasn't wanted to sip a beer on a long road trip? Well, I mean, many of us have, but that was that was years ago. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> road sodas. I mean, not get drunk, but like, you know, hey, like a, a beer shows up at some point during your, during your beverage rotation on some of those long spring break trips of my youth. I mean, it's not a... It's not unheard of. I was also curious how this was going to affect, you know, obviously there was that batshit interview with the mayor of Las Vegas on Anderson Cooper last week. Did you watch any of that? I saw clips of it. Okay. Well, she takes, she, she's not her responsibility to, to figure out how social distancing in a casino would work. That's for the casino owners to figure out. Okay. I, okay. I mean, yes. I mean, yes and no. Yes. Mostly yes. Her. I mean, here's the thing. If I, you're going to be the one that says it's okay to reopen your business, well, then, I, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, as the government official for the metropolitan area. In her yeah. defense, I will tell you that the government of the city of Las Vegas hasn't called the shots there maybe ever. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, she, I, I found out, too, that her, her the, the city doesn't include the strip, right? So she doesn't actually have any authority over those casinos. Well, there you have it. Like you said, I mean, it, Las Vegas is founded by criminals. That's why. <laughs> yes. That, that is why this, the casinos themselves have the best have the best security on the planet, right? Because they understand they they are criminals themselves. Thus, they are defending themselves from criminals, so they know it very well. 
it's just like how the it's just like how the porn industry understands online retail better than <laughs> better than anyone. The gambling establishment understands criminals better than anyone. Fair enough. Uh, did you see also in Vegas? And I don't know how true this is, but apparently there's the like sneeze guards for tables, like where it's a, like a, a it's almost like a bank teller thing where every seat has its own little plastic shield on its sides and in the front. Oh, good. And then the bottom is open so you can touch the cards. See, to me, it's it's not just the breathing, though. It's the, the touching the cards. Yeah. Where are those cards going? Where have they been? I need more card contact tracing information. Yeah. The Okay, so I was thinking about this. In that, um, your hands are your responsibility, right? So if you handle things, which you should... I don't know. I, I feel like I can handle things regular, you know, pretty freely, but then I need to be very quick to clean my hands, right? Correct. So if I was if I was at the blackjack table handling cards, now the the sneeze guards for me, or is it for the dealer? I think it's for both because it's protecting you from the people next to you as well as the dealer from you. Oh, is it like it's like it's, it's like, like a study hall booth, but it's clear. Oh, okay. But it's like but one it's, big but, piece but, that goes over the front of the table. But it's close to me. Yeah, it's right up on the edge of the rail of the table. Okay, it's not it's not near the dealer. No. Okay. No, it's like yeah, you're so sitting you in can a little stick, cubby. So I, can, so I can stick my hands under there. I can look yeah. at my cards. And then, and then yeah. So if I have to, if I decide to... I think you're going to say, and then lick them like Rudy Gobert. Uh, 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 <laughs> lick, my, lick my fingers. No, Sir, I don't know. Sir, please don't pick the cards up off the table. Getting a drink, and then you get your drink, and you handle your drink, and you handle the cards. Can I handle my glass? I don't know. You might need a card hand and a drink hand. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's interesting. I'm I'm not really looking forward to going out in public. I mean, I know they're no. opening. I know they're opening some stuff up, but I think I would pass on casino gambling for. Yeah. Can I wear um, a Camelback and have the waitress like fill me up? Just, like just, just fill up the Camelback with just, the vodka just, soda. Right. <laughs> just like come by with a come by with a two liter of like Seven Up and a, yeah. and, a, and Absolute and just just top me off. Like yeah, yeah. Every, I'm just gonna sit here and you every just thirty minutes the top. Yeah. <laughs> just fill this up. You trust you trust our you trust your server for that. Well, I mean, that's interesting, right? Too, because to go food has been is how how compromised is it? Obviously, a lot of people are still getting it. There's a lot of delivery services. You have to assume those people are washing their hands with regularity. There's very little cash being handled. I you know we yeah. didn't talk about this uh, before about changes, um, but I've definitely gone to paying with my phone as often as possible. Like if you yeah. offer it, that's how I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have tap card now these days too, which okay. is nice. Which you just sort of hover your credit card over the thing, which is actually kind of nice. Well, the last thing I want to touch on before we move on was that that you know who's on the of course the cutting edge curve of of facial recognition with mask technology, the Chinese. <laughs> well, yeah, because they've had because they wear they wear masks there on the regular, and they've been monitoring their population, so they they can totally figure out with minimal points on your face who you are. Do you know uh, which? Um, academic institution is on the very cutting edge of uh, mask facial recognition, mask facial recognition. Uh, University of Wuhan. That's correct. <laughs> Wuhan University. <laughs> home of the fighting Wuhan, photo the bats, the bat, the bat eaters. The, All, the right. Home of the <laughs> All right. Let's keep it to a dull roar, will you? <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault that they, their stadium's called the wet market. Uh, yikes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, It'll be really know. interesting to see what happens with the masks because it's not going to go away anytime soon. Although we no. did get some hopeful news the other day. Yeah. The Oxford University saying that they were already beginning human trials on a vaccine. Yeah, that's good. I think, again, I mean, I, I'm a bus rider, so we'll see how this. Uh, I, I'm definitely wear, I'm definitely going to wear a mask on the bus. Maybe forever. You're, oh, like, you're like, why would you even ride the, not bus? ride the bus? No. <laughs> I, I, I would ride the bus like before now, but not now. Like I'm really mad now about the light rail. You know how I've been such a huge yeah. proponent on the show of the light rail, yeah. and how excited I am to take the train. Well, fuck. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Well, you uh, know the mask too. The mask doesn't protect you. Like if you're wearing an N95 or, or, or any sort of um, uh, respirator, it's protecting you. But the mask is really to pr- protect you from asymptomatic transmission to others. You're trying to stop the spread, not protect yourself. Yeah, your your percentages go down. Um, sure, the regardless. cloth mask helps. Yeah, it filters yes. some particulates. But yes, if you're but it, yes, it protects other people from you more than it protects you from other people. Like if 
the person next to you is not wearing a mask and they sneeze the COVID at you, your mask isn't going to protect you very well. Probably not. No. Yeah. But I'm still wearing it. Because <laughs> it's better than nothing. Hold on. I got to put these gloves on so I can punch you for sneezing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what this mask won't protect you from is a bloody nose. Indeed. People. Segment number two. All right. So... I love celebrity culture. I do. I really, I, you know, I love movies. I love TV. I love entertainment. I, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in, in people who provide this kind of entertainment for me. I like to know who they are and what's not, right? So, you know, I'm not afraid of a little People magazine. It's not, uh, it's not, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say that. But to steal Ricky Gervais's joke, I mean, a lot of these people missed more school than Greta Thunberg, right? I mean, they're not... They're not geniuses. And because they're not, because they're being more real people right now than reading scripts written by other people, they, they're beginning to ex- sort of expose themselves as, you know, people are, people are sort of extending themselves beyond perhaps what they should. You think? <laughs> it's been going on for a while. It's been going on for a while where celebrities will, will preach at you and then you think to yourself, why is this person who's been in many bad movies like preaching to me about anything. So it was funny to see this sort of list about, you know, people like celebrities who've just been somewhat tone deaf about, <laughs> about, you know, what they're posting on, on, uh, on social media. Well, even and, the ones you think would know better, like it kind of started with the Gal Gadot imagine song thing. People really hated that. It's <laughs> a, it's a, you know, it's well, it's not my favorite song, but it's it's funny that 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 people who would who would argue for you know single payer healthcare, which isn't a terrible idea, say there's it'd be better if we didn't have governments. <laughs> it just <laughs> seems it just seems incongruous <laughs> with with perhaps what they would tell me in the next sentence. But my favorite piece, my favorite th- sort of thematic. Um, celebrity overstep is saying like quarantine is like being in jail. Oh, the Ellen. <laughs> or as we like to call it the Ellen. It's my, my favorite, the, the David Geffen, like, Oh, we've, we've quarantined ourselves on this $600 million yacht, which he, by the way, posted with like accompanying beauty shots of the exterior of the yacht that were taken from sort of a flying vehicle. I don't know if they're like current photos or like, you know, just, Stock yacht photos he's got handy. Yeah, he got the drone out, got the helicopter going. I don't whatever. I mean It's gonna be sweet on the gram. <laughs> but this is the so it's sort of my favorite thing. It's like uh, being locked up is so horrible. It's, I d- that part just kills me. Well, how do you feel about the I mean, obviously the, the obvious response is, Oh, it's like jail, is it? Would you like to actually find out if it's like jail? <laughs> That's the obvious comeback to that. But I mean, what about guys like Elon Musk who continues to escalate his, you know, give people their fucking or their goddamn freedom back or whatever. He's, I love that he also censored it. Like he he tweeted with the, the asterisks on goddamn. Yeah, because that's really got to really, keep it clean. <laughs> that's really the issue. So Elon Musk is an interesting he's a he's an interesting case in terms of being a celebrity, right? Well, he's just a smart person with his head way up his ass. Right. Right. (laughs) And that's, and, but he's got, he's got some funny ideas that, that tend to piss off both the left and the right, which kind of probably makes him more interesting than normal people. You know, usually, usually people just piss off one side or the other, but, (laughs) but Elon's, Elon's finding a way to sort of piss off both. And I, and it's kind of interesting to me. But it's still, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just, it's just a really rich dude with his, his, his head up his ass. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave him credit by calling him a smart person, but he is intelligent, which is not necessarily the same thing as smart. He's got a lot of wild ideas, and he's, and he's got the means to like put some of that stuff into motion. Yeah, and he always and, gets all this credit for like, oh, he put every dollar into SpaceX, but like from PayPal, like he didn't save any of his PayPal money. It's like, yes, because he, his father is like a blood diamond broker and he has a <laughs> fallback plan. I had a, had a college roommate who, you know, used to be a, a huge, he, he was a big time entrepreneur as a young man. And it was very, I was very jealous of him, but it was primarily like 
I appreciate all the effort you're putting into this, but you're doing this because there's no risk in your life. You're able to do this without fear because you come from a moneyed background. So if this goes bad for you, you're just going to live off your parents. Like, meanwhile, I've got to pay bills. So I've got to get a job. I right. can't just try to start a new business every six months. <laughs> I'm jealous. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, I th- I know this person as well. Did did he ever did he ever uh, did he ever hit on something that uh, that uh, that pushed him forward? I believe he got to a stable point, but we lost contact a while back. And no. when we did reconnect, he like he was still kind of living that life. And at that point, I was like, I don't know. I'm married and I have children. Not, <laughs> I don't have anything to say to you anymore. No offense. Right. Just, Later. You're a nice Peace. person. Peace out. What happened to Madonna's? What happened to Madonna's? Like. Her plastic surgery's gone like over the top. Oh, that was a hard shift. But yes, Madonna posting from a rose petal laden bathtub was pretty rich. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, Man, she I just mean, is. She can't let it go. She just wants her face to not look old, and that eventually you you can't only stretch the skin so far. It's it's too bad. I don't know. I just it just she's really gone. She's really gone over the top, and you know. So is Elon Musk. So I don't know <laughs> if we're going to be fair about this. The, well, um, you know, our, our boy Arnold made this list that we were looking at yeah, for, for his hot tub post, which was my absolute favorite one. I don't expect a, you know, Arnold, like he's just, he wasn't saying anything but like, just stay home. And I get it. It's easier if you're in a jacuzzi. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't bear right. Arnold I, any ill will because he wasn't making any comparisons. We touched on we touched on the we touched on the fact that it, his existence is hilariously ridiculous. I mean, he's been famous and rich for a very long time, and so obviously he's he's going to be slightly out of touch. But he's slightly out of touch in really funny ways. Not I, yes, he's not out of touch in an annoying way for me personally. Like he's got a he's no. got a mule and a pony in his in his in his kitchen. I mean, it's hilarious to me. I think it's funny. I mean, it's yeah, not I like find he's. It He's, it's not like he's, you know, he's not like he's Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's not. He doesn't seem crazy. He just seems like, ah, I got a lot of money. Well, that's the thing I noticed, too. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Jesus and Marrow show. Uh-huh. And since they've gone remote, they, you know, a lot of these uh, folks that have late night shows, you notice that they've kind of booked their friends first, right? They call their, their Rolodex of buddies first. Because I think it's easiest to do this, what we're doing, basically, video yeah. chat and recording it. Um with your with your friends although i noticed the longer this goes on the more and more candid the celebrities on the show become the more and more willing they are to just say whatever and do whatever particularly if they're friendly with the hosts because it feels much more intimate than it is right. when you're in front of an audience yeah and so the dynamics are getting not weird but not bad weird but definitely like more and more entertaining um not that this is related to really to what we're talking about, but they had Chef Jose Andres on this week, and he went on probably a four-minute diatribe about the thing he's best at cooking at is the fried eggs, and he like started describing it in detail, like how you put the oil in and what to do. Like, And mm-hmm. I never in my life listened to someone talk about food. I was staring at the TV with my mouth open, just waiting him to like tell me about the end when you're going to break <laughs> the yolk. Like, I, I, I haven't stopped thinking about it. I really want now to find a way to go to World Central Kitchen and get some fried eggs when this is all over. <laughs> the Okay, so speaking of eggs, since we sidebarred to eggs already, <laughs> there is this this um, Jacques Pepin omelet video on YouTube that I watch regularly, <laughs> where he makes a a a rustic a rustic omelet and a classic French omelet, and I just watch it. Sometimes I'll just be like, I just want to watch Jacques Pepin make some eggs. Apparently, like. Like when he's hiring, when he would hire chefs, he would just say, "Make me, make me eggs, make me an omelet." And if you f it up, you're out. Like that would be that's like the litmus test. It's like hard. You, I only recently started or returned to rather making omelets. How many eggs do you? How many? Or what's the least amount of eggs you can successfully make an omelet with? Three. Okay. Yeah, I can't do it with less than three. I usually no. use four, mostly just because I want to eat four eggs. Yeah, I should. I need though. I need a dozen if I. I'd go for the full house. The best cafe full house. If my wife wouldn't stab me if I if I did it, but uh, you know, hey, sidebar back to well, sidebar back to our. Can we? Can you actually sidebar back to yourself? No, I think we're just returning. <laughs> <laughs> a double sidebar, like a double negative. Anyway, so does Jeremy Renner thinks he's a rock star? Is this is this what I'm? I think I saw his Jeep commercial. Is there a Jeep commercial where he sings? But it's a real thing. Like he he wants to be he wants to be, he's in a band. 
Yeah, uh, do I gotta tell you? I remember that. <laughs> it's called his his band's called The Medicine. That's the name of the record, I think. Oh, it is. Yes. Not his band. Yeah. Oh, The Medicine. Yes, Jer Jeremy Renner. Does it? Would you listen to it? I don't go see his movies, so I don't think I'm going to seek out his record. <laughs> would you rather listen to Russell Crowe's band or Jeremy Renner's band? That Jeremy Renner music is pretty bad. It's like, um, do you remember Daughtry? I've read some Daughtry songs. Well, but it's it's like if Daughtry was just bad. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Daughtry like, couldn't sing? Yes. I mean, it's not uh, the worst, but it's like, it's not good. I, from what I've, what I've experienced, has not been pleasant right. so far. I'm going to have to dip a toe into the Jerry Barrel Renner catalog and just see what happens. Wonderful. Um, I The one I saw that was just, the, that reeked of absolute, just obscene privilege was the Jamie King message where she put out like a music video that said, thank you, coronavirus. And it was like the, <laughs> the upshot of which was like, thank you for stopping us to make us see how lost we were in the busyness and not having time for the most basic things. It's like... Um, that do you really like people are dying like I felt bad we even started the show talking about golf and like the thing I've avoided mentioning is is like that's one of the actually the few times I leave the house if that's not for work is to go play golf or you know take my kids to sports and those things have been canceled for a long time and that that actually got I've gotten to the point where it's it started to drive me crazy like I'm very happy it's returning just so that I can go outside and now I'm still kind of freaked out about it though yeah no, yeah, I'm I, a little scared. I couldn't agree with you more it's it's scary and um you know the sort of the normalcy around here my kids uh their music teachers have gone to zoom and uh -huh. have and are doing lessons and sometimes i'll just i will i'll just sit and listen to them have their lesson for a little while and just kind of stop what i'm doing and go sit on the stairs and and listen to listen to them interact with their teacher and, and go through their music lessons and it it is a bit of it is a bit of normalcy which is uh, which is hard to come by. Right. Yeah, I think that the challenge when you talk about the security, the, the, the celebrity stuff, is that if you're not being totally tone deaf, I, there is like un unnecessary backlash in the sense that people really do believe that if you're rich, you can't complain about having problems or being sad or, or getting emotional. I mean, this sucks for everybody. It, it sucks less for them, but I mean, That's rich people I mean, it's are true. people too, Chris. <laughs> and it's not like you know we're living hard scrabble day to day over here and that's the the point is it's sort of you kind of have to understand what others are going through it just lacks a you know it, it, it just highlights the value that celebrities have outside of the entertainment they bring you like i'm not interested in these people outside of unless you're in a a movie or a TV show that I'm enjoying or you're performing music that I'm enjoying. I just, I really don't want to hear from you. I really don't. I'm not, I'm not really interested in your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm not. It's just, I just, I'm, I'm happy to be entertained and, and I don't need, I don't need to, I don't need to know about my, I don't need to know anything more about celebrities anymore. I'm just a regular person. And there's times where I have thoughts that I know are like overtly privileged if I was to post them. And so, you know what I don't do? You don't post them? That's correct. You write them and delete them? <laughs> I think about writing them, and then I delete them. <laughs> delete them from your brain? Yes. All right. Segment number three. So, innovations in education. Like, so we're into, we're into the... So, from the homeschooling perspective, we found a bit of a rhythm, but I really don't think my kids are really learning anything <laughs> at this really? point. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they are, but but it just feels it feels like it feels like drips from the faucet as opposed to as opposed to and I maybe I'm just maybe I'm maybe I'm my perspective is skewed about how much they actually learn at school on a day to day basis. Maybe maybe their whole life is just drips from the faucet and I just I happen so. to be sitting here. Yeah. I think most uh, times you're just trying to get through the day. Yeah. As a yeah. Kid, yeah. And then I try to think about my own school experience. It's like, I guess it's not linear, right? Some days you learn a lot. Some days you don't learn anything. Yeah. I, I think with us, maybe it's because your children are older. And so that actually the schooling matters a little bit more. Like, not that what we're doing isn't important. Obviously, it's critical that we are able to keep our kids up to speed at the kindergarten and second grade levels. Um, but I've noticed 
sort of a couple of leaps forward in both of them, and I think it has to do with more focused attention. They have, the you know, there's not more assignments or less assignments, really. It's about the same amount of, like, sort of out-of-classroom work. Um, and because I'm able to sit and, and help, you know, our daughter with her math, she's actually really good at it, but we're doing it more and more advanced. And I, we're actually pushing them probably beyond what they're, would be doing just in school because just with the workbooks that we got, we tend to buy a little bit ahead and I don't want it to be challenging. I don't want mm-hmm. it to be easy. If you can sit down and do it without help, then I got you the wrong thing. Um, but having the moment even today where my daughter, older daughter knew how to do the math required in the assignment, but I stopped and I was like, but why? And she couldn't quite articulate it. And so we sat there and broke it down until she really understood what she was doing and not just pulling the, the, the numbers out of the word problems and, and writing them down and moving on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you, I want you to understand why you're solving for this and how and what the information you know. So, you know, working backwards and, and so on and so forth. So having that attention and then being privileged enough to do that, um, you know, to be able to take a break from work and assist when it, when it makes sense um, has, I think, helped in the short term at least. You think the kids are going to come out of this slightly more independent in terms of their learning? Do you think they, or do you think they're going to have to go back to school and sort of relearn the social, the social structure of school again? It's really hard to know. Um, I definitely feel like it's hurting the kindergartner more, um, but she's more of a social animal anyway. Like our older daughter is just a little more comfortable with solitude and, and has more, has more um, like individual interests. Like she likes video games and books and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, her sister's always like, play with me. And she just doesn't necessarily have the imagination. Um, shout out to Kristen from the How, How's Your Week Honey podcast for the ideal or the great idea to ha- give her a narrative to act out so she'll go play with her sister. Like, oh, she wants to play dolls. You don't want to play dolls. Here, go act out this because she never. She's like, I don't want to have to come up with some shit. Like, re- uh, go act out Return of the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go play. Go I... play Rebels with the dolls. <laughs> go play. Go play original RoboCop with the dolls. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> it'll be great. I don't but know they... what we're gonna do. My fear at this point is, what happens when we get to June? My wife and I are both still working, and then the there's summertime just n- comes. nowhere for the kids to go or anything for them to do. I guess it's just like, I don't know, don't kill each other, please. Yeah, I have no... That's that's going to be interesting when actual summer comes. Um, I just don't know what our office is going to do. And uh, again, I think they're saying at the end of May they're going to start opening up, but I don't think they're going to require anyone to be there. I mean, there's going to be people whose job functions require them to do mm-hmm. some stuff, like... You know, if you're a network engineer or whatever, you'll probably have to go in and do some things. Not if you design your network properly. <laughs> or just whatever. <laughs> like, there, there, there are certainly people who are required to be there, but we'll see. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is going to be. But I just I don't. Like, we had a whole summer planned of like golf camp and soccer camp and like all this stuff that was going to happen to keep them busy week to week, and I just don't know what we're gonna do <laughs> i don't know they're too young uh, to be left alone for any extended period of time yeah so it's gonna be interesting hmm. but enough about this what about the abcs so <laughs> i'm curious yes you're, you're you're okay so i was so what was it it must have been at least a few months ago where these goon goombas tried to tried to redo the 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 alphabet song, right? Right. Cause, it was terrible. Cause they were, cause, yeah, because they were like, you can't say elemental P or something like that. They wanted to make sure that that, that block of letters got the proper attention sure. that those letters deserved. So they totally loused up the song. Right? Do you remember this? Of course. I don't know. You can put it at the end of this show. <laughs> the terrible ABC song. And I said, why don't you just get a new tune? Instead of lousing up the old tune... Well, here, just for context, why don't I insert it into the show right here? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Okay, so, yes. So they loused up the song, and I said, why don't we just get a new song? And I thought to myself, self, <laughs> what could we use? And, and like, certain things came out. Like, it, the, the low bar of it is, like, maybe, like, the Jeopardy theme. 
Everybody okay. knows the Jeopardy theme, right? Yeah. So it'd be like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. It you starts out really strong. Yeah. You'll, you'll find that it's hard to sort of, like, I guess Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you still have to, you, you still have to stick an and in there, right? You need an and, yeah. There's a missing syllable. Transitioned you transitioned so, so, to Q. So very few things are perfect. And so I thought, let's let's try to let's let's modernize or let's try to like figure out tunes by which we could we could, you know, that kids might like. Okay. I have one okay. that I, I have used actually for years um, as an alternate. My kids used to request it. Can you sing the alternate ABCs? Um, I just so you understand it, I wanna I wanna play it for you now. It's like uh, it's a disco. That's exactly what it is. It's, 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 it's dis- disco Grover. <laughs> disco Grover, right? Yeah. You know what I? So let me challenge you with this one because, um, and I'll, you can I'll sing it if you want me to, but I'd like to challenge. Of course, you to I sing. want you to. This is this is this is this would be the official two on three podcast version of the ABCs, oh, and it uh, would be it would be the blame it on the rain version. Oh, okay, I can't wait. <laughs> so it's A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. It's your ABCs, yeah, yeah. It's close. There's something that happens at the end, both of the Jeopardy one and this one, where it just you've got it, those last letters. You got it sort of just jamming, but that one's pretty good. I, I like that one. I like that, too. Thank you for singing it. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I'm I wanted to sing to along, sing. but I wasn't 100% sure where you were going, and I didn't want to screw it up. <laughs> but that one has value. That one has, that one has, that, that one could work. Like I said, it's, um, the, uh, there's, um, oh, here's the, for the video game kids. Okay. It's, it's the, uh, it's the Mario theme. Do, 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 do. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Oh, that's awesome! That one's perfect. <laughs> no, there's not even any compromising there. That's great. No, that one's. See, kids would love the Mario version of ABCs, right? And that song sticks in your head like a mother. <laughs> I tell you, it's a good one. All right, and then <laughs> this is my personal favorite. Okay. Because it's the hair version, the hair metal version. This one's um, your ABCs as the final countdown. Oh, I love it. It's your ABCs. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, E. (laughs) That's my personal favorite. That's the one I'm going with. Oh, from here, you, know, you, br- you started with two a little bit shaky ones, but you really closed it out <laughs> with two incredible original choices. Thank you. So there. So I would encourage everyone out there to break the tyranny of the. the uh, I'd love to see like kids show up to to school someday and just go. Um, that's not how you sing the ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what's this song? I don't know this one at all. It's like, oh, how did you learn your ABCs? And then they sing the final countdown, which would be the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of education. It'd be pretty solid. You have one? Do you have another one? Well, I hesitate to even start this because I didn't finish it. I only started it. <laughs> all right. Well, briefly. go ahead. So, it's Give it the a Zelda try. theme. So it's like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, 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 Q, R, S, T, U, E. <laughs> WX and Y and Z. <laughs> <laughs> I I had one more, and I hate you know you hate to end on low notes, but you know because Michael Jackson loved children so much that I thought we should use some, one of his songs for the ABC. Oh no! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's uh, I think PYT works. Okay. It's like your ABC. It's 
Your ABCs, ABC. Oh, hang on, hell, I had it. <laughs> Your ABCs, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V. Oh, it's it's in there. So I had it earlier. Dang it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I not picking it, it up. Like I, I can. It's almost there. But. A B C D E E F G H J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my God! What have because we become? You can, because you can get an echo in there. Like you can sing it with somebody else. It's like A B C D E. Or E F G. Yeah. See, that's, it would be yeah. it would be sort of a sing and repeat yeah, like version. A B C D E A B C D E A B C. I'm with See, you. Right. Anyway, very All creative. Right. Good for you. I uh, just uh, I've like I said I've been locked in this house a while. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> All right, you know what part this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. Woo! A bit of a short list uh, for the first time. It's not the first time we've had a repeat, but this week's calendar had three repeats. Um, thankfully, we got a listener submission from listener Scottish Brian. Uh, we'll come back to that, though, in just a minute after I read the regular jokes. You know, I realize that I've missed out on some humor. Uh, a lot of these have titles. Like there's, like this one has bar fun. <laughs> has the, like before okay. it tells the joke, it sets the stage. Like some of them are like, right. dad jokes or very punny. So I might have to right. start including the, uh, the context for you. All right. So bar fun. Okay. A brain and a set of jumper cables walk into a bar <laughs> and order a pitcher of beer. The bartender refuses to serve them and asks them to leave. When the brain asks why, the bartender says, well, you're clearly out of your head, and I think your friend's going to try to start something. <laughs> it's like you worked backwards from the punchline on that one. <laughs> what is Forrest Gump's Wi-Fi password? One forest one. One forest one. Can you say it like Forrest Gump? I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Tom Hanks. What state has the smallest drinks? Minnesota. (laughs) And finally, I didn't want to believe that my dad was stealing from his job as a road worker. But when I got home, all the signs were there. (laughs) That's actually kind of funny. I like that one. My college roommate actually got arrested for stealing uh, street signs the night before, like two nights before he came to college. Hmm. Like he was, he's like trying to steal street signs for the room, mm-hmm. and like got busted. <laughs> <laughs> they come oh. off surprisingly easily. <laughs> oh, Bob! Oh, crazy Bob! <laughs> All right. Um, here's what you want. I'll, I'll give you mine, and then we'll do. Then we'll do uh, listener Brian's uh, sure. other Brian, not Illinois Brian. Who we, right. Who we, other Brian, Scottish Brian. Yes. All right. I was, attract, I was attacked by a group of mimes. They did unspeakable things to me. Okay, I like it. <laughs> it's kind of a dark, it's a little macabre. I mean, I think, not necessarily. They're mimes. <laughs> Anything they did to you was unspeakable. I was going to try to make like, I was going to try to make a... Um, a Shawshank Redemption joke out of that one, but uh, <laughs> I went to a I went to a prison for mimes. <laughs> I do believe those were the three worst years of his life. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So uh, from our friend Brian, who you can follow on Twitter at Aldbrizo A U L D B R Y Z O, Brian sends in before my surgery, my anesthesiologist offered to knock me out with gas or a boat paddle. It was an ether or situation. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Thanks, Brian. Good one. I think there's a whole series of ether jokes I could probably make. Yes. That's an easy. That's a that's a good one. There's a that's a springboard to at least a dozen jokes. The ether. It's gonna get real dark in here when you talk about the way you kidnapped people. <laughs> <laughs> I used ether, and then I did unspeakable things to a mime. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Off All right. Rails. Overtime. Overtime. Did you want me to kick it off? Sure. I just said something quickly about the, the Zoom culture. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, what I've noticed, particularly as a remote worker, is that with interactions with people back at corporate, in the past, it's ha- hard to get support when you're out on an island. And this has flattened all communication so that my 
interactions with them look just like everyone else's. And all of a sudden I'm getting way more help from the teams that I need help for, (laughs) help from rather, uh, with much less pushback. So I I appreciate that. Um, And I've also noticed that, you know, I think people have connected with folks they don't normally talk to because it's, again, it's flattened communication and it's like, it's, this is the only way to talk to anybody. So doing it with someone who's far away that you don't see with regularity isn't any different than doing it with somebody you might have a regular happy hour with. I would just, I, I want it, to, people want it to stick, right? Have you heard people kind of talk about this? Like they, they want to, like a yeah, desire maybe. to keep, keep this mm-hmm. dynamic going to some extent. Um, I definitely, there's something to be said for, I'm more inclined to have drinks with you if I don't have to go anywhere. Sure. Right? Like, but yeah. I need the experience to be better. I don't want to be trapped in front of the laptop while we're doing it. Right. Zoom, Zoom happy hour. Like, I've, I've had a couple of Zoom happy hours. And yeah, you're just basically sitting, drinking, drinking at the desk that you were working at, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you put, you know, maybe you put your laptop on the kitchen table. I don't know. Maybe. maybe <laughs> you would just, just, to get, just, to, just to, you know, mix it up, mix up your day. Yes. Uh, obviously, the technical vultures, the technology vultures are, are circling with their new like whatever devices they were probably going to release anyway, but uh, you know, whatever that Facebook one is that no, it's called, but you know, no, talking about, I'm not interested in that. No, me neither. I have a laptop or have a yeah. computer with a camera. Um, but what we desperately need for this to work is like a, a true omnidirectional speaker experience, like a, like a, a, almost like a virtual table. Like, so when you go into the zoom, there's like a table with seats and you pick one and your audio respects the relationship that you have to the other people in the zoom. So the, like, around the circle, yeah, it goes yeah. around the circle. Right. So this, I uh, gets basically surround sound in my ears. Like if you're next to me, I'm going to hear you a lot easier and you and I can have maybe a side conversation without like blowing out the rest of the call. Cause right now it's really only one person can talk at, at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes it challenging with groups. Um, and then every, you need everyone to like wear a headset of some kind too. Headset is key, man. If the, the there are people who join Zooms with no headset, I'm like, you got to get a headset. Yeah. The, the, the echoey room experience is bad. Right. You can't yeah. do it. It's just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just throw down the, throw down the, you know, the company's going to buy it for you anyway. So make the company throw down the 85 bucks for the, whatever you're using and, and go, go to town. Yeah. And you need some kind of interface to like call somebody out specifically. I don't know, like almost like a virtual tap. Like I've tapped you on the shoulder somehow. Some, some way yeah. to like make it more realistic. Cause I, I would love to actually have a, a virtual drinks with people. I mean, if you really want to take it to the next level, let's get all get those Tupac holograms where we're like going. You know, I mean, let's <laughs> let's get in the Oasis. Let's get our headsets on and go meet in the bar <laughs> in the Oasis. Let's go. Let's uh, let's jump into a virtual world. I'm telling you, man, give me my I'm, surrogate. I'm ready. You're ready to you're ready to make this happen. Now, that's interesting thought um, that you that you opened with is that um, because you don't get left out of those hallway conversations anymore because no one's having them. Like right. all the conversations are. Lo- like happening in meetings and and if someone wants to reach out directly to you they do and it's and you're not you're not coming into conversations as ideas are mostly baked because people have been having conversations at their desks and whatnot yeah in, a, in an office far away well really what it's thrown into stark relief for me is how how difficult it was to get help when i needed it before like i knew it was difficult but now i really understand how much diff- how much more difficult <laughs> it had been and you're not and you're not you're not wanting to go back. You're no, to I want, no, I want it all to stay remote so that everyone has to deal with this all the time. Cause now you know what my day to day is like, if you are <laughs> dealing with me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's a, I think that the social aspect of it could improve again, having more of a, have more of a free, um, like a free moving version of it. Like you can put something down and then walk around and it'll follow you around. I mean, that would be sort of the next, I think, sort of the next thing that someone needs to figure out in a, in an easy way. You remember the, remember the round table? Remember the, uh, remember that, remember that device Microsoft had this thing called a round table? It oh, yeah, like yeah, those, yeah, with the camera, like the multi, yeah, like it looked like prisms. The, yeah. yeah, it looked like the, the War of the Worlds spaceship, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. original one. And, uh, and wherever it picked up, picked you up, it would just shift the, it would just shift the camera around. So if a bunch of people were sitting around a table, it would just show. Yeah, and it was a proper conference speaker, so multiple people could speak without completely cutting each other off. Right, but then, but if you had one of those just on your own in the middle of a table, you could like walk around and it would just follow you around. I like that, that idea. Be, that might be. I think I I have one at work. If I could just get into the office, <laughs> I'm gonna send you one of those uh, iPad robots. You know what I'm talking about? Where you put the iPad on that thing with a wheel, and then the iPad can move around. Yeah, nobody. So wants my that. face is just on it. 
<laughs> following you around your house. <laughs> I don't need this. I don't, I don't really, I don't really need this. Um, I also wanted to, uh, sort of wrap up with this, um, uh, crazy thing that I saw that, are you following this whole trolls world tour thing? Uh, well, we watched it, so we you were, did. Part of the pro- we're part of the problem. You're probably, pro- well, was it good? Did you like it? It's so I liked the first one. Um, uh-huh. This one is just it's it's very much a sequel in the sense that it's very similar. Um, they just blew it out. Like in the first half hour, I turned to my wife and I was like, oh, "They're really going for it in this one." A <laughs> <laughs> hundred million dollars of sure. business it did on on video on demand. Well, every single parent is trapped in their house with their kids with, the, right. with things they've already seen. It's like twenty bucks a pop, right? Did you yeah. you, you, know, you pay the twenty bucks and yeah. you know whatever? Do you get it forever? No. Ooh, for twenty bucks. No, it's a rental. A twenty dollar rental. Yeah, but they're you know, but when there are four of you, it's whatever on a on a weekend. Yeah, night, I made the kids like, kick in five bucks. <laughs> kick in, kick, everybody pass the hat, pass the hat. But the funny part is now AMC Theaters is pissed them. Yes, right, is pissed at Universal. Well, because they came out and said, "Hey, we think that this might change the game." And right. AMC, AMC is basically like, "Hey, hey, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, then I looked at what uh, I was reading this article. It's like, oh, yeah, I think AMC will change their mind when, like, Fast and Furious 9 comes out, right? It's like, oh, okay, I guess we'll show your your little Fast and Furious film because we want to make... Right, because they said they weren't going to show... They weren't going to screen uh, Universal movies anymore, right? Yeah, right. That's tough talk. There's an AMC theater in Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, there is? Yeah. Well, that's... I bet that's awkward. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Guys, like, I just work here. (laughs) It's <laughs> right. So, dude, I just got to make sure that the popcorn gets made every day. You don't have to take this out on me. That's, right. it's, this is all this business is going on above my head. But uh, Trolls World Tour, Ty gives it a thumbs up. I mean, <laughs> it is this. it I'm is a relative this. situation. <laughs> Did you like the songs? I didn't hate them. It's like I mean, a kids bop thing, right? They just sing popular songs, right? They sing. It's yeah, and it's versions. all medleyized. It's all, so it's it's sort of like uh, what's the and Anna Kendrick's involved somehow. So it's like what's her what's her franchise? What's the singy franchise that she does? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. So it's basically a Pitch Perfect movie that's animated. Yeah. Well, I mean, Timberlake is the other main character. Oh Jesus! I'm glad my kids are too old to watch Trolls Trolls World Tour. The first one we still quote it to each other. Like there's a number of like quotable moments in the first one. All right. Yeah, the, the least PC of which is the one that I like the most, of course. There's a point where a female troll, no, sorry, a Bergen, which is like an actual troll, the way you would think of a troll. Like a, okay. Like the, the the villains in the trolls world are like fantasy trolls. Like, they eat the trolls. They like them. Oh, okay. Um, it's a Gargamel situation. Got it. Uh, and there's a point where the, the evil female troll says something about I don't remember the context, but then one of the other trolls goes, you're a dude. And it just, it's the way he says it. And it's like, it's not really sensitive for the current times. It's all about the delivery. Yeah. It's all yeah. about the delivery of that line. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. By all means, please share with us your ideas for uh, new ABC songs and how you'd like to see, uh, zoom technology improve in the future. But that's our show for tonight. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod where we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, and keeping your head above water. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review via your favorite podcast provider, and don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism, and until then, peace! All right, Christy, you better get it right now.